You're listening to Inside Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. The show that brings you all the hottest topics and insights directly from those who know it most. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to Inside Real Estate. I am here with uh, Mr. Brad Weisgerber. Paul, unfortunately, couldn't make it today, so I'm going to be the host. Um, definitely, obviously, not as smooth as he is, but we'll, we'll get through it, right, Brad? Yep. Don't like to hear yourself talk as much as he does. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite the... Uh, yeah. Um, how are you doing today, man? Everything good? Good, man. Busy, good. but good. good. Yeah, I know. It's a little crazy right now. It's... Uh, Definitely a weird summer, especially, you know, with a lot of news coming up about, you know, COVID and all that, but we'll touch on all that later. Uh, today, we got a good guest on the show, uh, awesome guy, met him a few times. His name is Willie J. Davis. Um, he is an agent in multiple states. He, uh, you know, hangs his license here with Remax Eclipse and down in Georgia, actually does a lot of uh, business in Atlanta with uh, Perks by Perk. So I know we uh, bring Willie on the show. And uh, from there, how are there you, man? Is. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you today? I am good. good. I'm good I like the stand-up energy. I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me well, feel like a bum. Yeah. Well, it's funny because there's a lot of sitting that I do, you know, when you're at your computer in the car and everything. And I was like, I don't get a, much to, I don't get a chance to stand up and work as much. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I could tell you, I mean, if I had a smile on my face as big as yours, even you know, for a minute a day, I think I'd probably, you know, uh, probably a lot more friends. So that's good to hear, man. How's, uh, how's everything going for you? Uh, it's actually going pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. How are you guys today? Can't complain. I mean, I would say, you know, this is about the best weather we've had all summer. So yeah, I could complain just because we got too much work to do to be able to enjoy the weather. I wish it was a teacher or something. I get the summers off. <laughs> it's beautiful outside. Well, in real estate, you kind of get the winters off, so, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's uh, kind of sort of. it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I would say, you know, oddly, this past winter, like, was one of the, I mean, December was one of our biggest months that we've had, and obviously, uh, with, you know, mortgage, it's not just purchase, you get to do the, the refis, which aren't usually as... Uh, intensive, you know, question wise and deadlines or, or the stress, but still, I mean, when you're busy, you're busy, right? So we'll, uh, we'll take that win, you know, while yeah. it lasts, because, you know, as soon as rates go up, a lot of those refis are going to go away. So um, I think what what's interesting, and what's kind of cool about what you do, right? Like, mm -hmm. you have multiple states. So yeah. winter in Michigan, you know, is probably a little slower than what I would say winter in let's say Atlanta is I know it cools down a little bit there, yes. but it's not like, you know, uh, snow plows going down the street maybe once every few years, right? Yeah, no, no, that's that's true. Uh, and I'm in Atlanta right now, and um, you guys talking about the good weather you're having. That's it's, why you're smiling, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a little uncomfortably warm. It's it's about 90 to 95 degrees with 100% humidity. So we're, we're well into winter, but or summer, excuse me. Um, but I'll be back in Michigan in a couple of weeks to kind of cool down, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, bring that I mean, humidity with you. That's gross. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool. going to the lake, so, you know, that'll be fine. There you go. Which lake? Um, always go to Lake St. Clair with some buddies. Oh, nice. Nice, yeah. yeah. I mean, can't beat that. I will say, uh, oh, look, Charles Perkins says hello. 
Oh, hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So that's actually my broker here in, oh, in really? Atlanta. Yeah, Chauncey. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> There you go. I like his profile picture, man. I know that profile picture is awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, why uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you know how you got started, you know maybe what you did prior to real estate and what got you into it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, before real estate, I got in real estate early 2017, and before that, I had a whole career. My undergrad is in mass communication, so I did a lot of marketing and and communications work um, for automotive for the automotive industry, publications, um, technology companies, retail. Um, spent had a small stint in LA uh, about eight years ago, um, but yeah. So most recent, my most recent uh, corporate America job, if you will, I was marketing manager for uh, Auto Week magazine down in downtown Detroit. Um, that was a lot of fun, and it was kind of in that role where the idea of working for myself came and I've all, I enjoyed my job and it wasn't anything about the job specifically, but it was just the, that, um, waking up at 6am to punch in somewhere at 8am to clock out at five, to sit in traffic for an hour and that whole routine. And I knew I didn't want to do that, uh, for the next five, 10 plus years. Um, so I started looking into real estate and, and actually I wanted to get into investment real estate, but once I got my license, which I thought I was getting it to have in my back pocket, but once I got it, I started working with buyers and sellers and I was surprised how much I enjoyed it and I enjoyed negotiating and everything. And if, if everyone remembers what negotiating a contract is like, um, <laughs> you know, not too so, many of these days. I know. So, but it was, it was just so much fun. And, and, you know, you're meeting so many people and, and after the first couple of years of getting into real estate or being in real estate, you know, once you stop chasing every single lead or every buyer seller and, and all these things, and you kind of focus on what you want your business to look like and be like, um, you know, it, it actually got a little more fun because I was really building something that I wanted to be and, and, and want it to want it to look like and I could put my name on it. So, yeah, that's where we you, are today. Did you start here in Michigan? I did. I've been licensed in Michigan uh, from the beginning. I've been with Remax Eclipse since day one. Um, still with them. Um, I still have active listings in Michigan and work with some buyers or, you know, sellers mostly. But um, I have some fantastic referral agents that I work with in Michigan, um, you know, for some of my buyers. And um, earlier this year, I, uh, I was able to get, you know, a reciprocal license here in Georgia. And um, after many years of loving and, and growing more and more in love with, the, with this area, I decided to, you know, take on a challenge and relocate. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's what's yeah. cool about our business, right? Like, mm -hmm. you don't really have to apply. You don't got to get a job. You know what I mean? You can move anywhere you no. want in the country. You just got to, like, yeah. hustle and use whatever it is that you've learned along the way to make it happen, mm -hmm. right? So like, Absolutely. I think when anyone gets in this business, right, or maybe even before, they maybe have a vision of what it looks like, right, and what it's going to be like. And yeah. uh, as you go through things, right, you progress and that vision might change to I'm not doing this anymore, right? Or it could be I'm yeah. gonna, I got this big team or, you know, I'm going to be licensed in a couple of places I like to live. I mean, it's really yeah. cool that you can make it what you want it to be, but at the same time, you know, um, 
use all the the fundamentals and, and things you learned along the way because you know there's no like necessary i mean there's training obviously right but it's not like you go to like a five yeah. five year real estate school <laughs> and get an idea of what it's going to be like before you even start right there's no like residency like a nurse or, or whatever oh, yeah, no, absolutely yeah so, no and and even when you're in your real estate course um it's nothing even in that you know in michigan it's 40 hours it's nothing like it is when you are actually out there yeah. and probably the same like, for mortgages really, if i when give you're, you a referral like yeah. you can't give me money Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like, you know, what you're learning. And obviously, yeah. those are important things. You know, you got to follow the laws and the rules. But like, mm -hmm. yeah, once you're out there, it's like, there you go. You're licensed to kill. Right. But yeah. where, you know, there's a lot of killers out there taking every single piece of prey that's that you can. Not that, you know, our clients are prey, but just an analogy. No. But, <laughs> you know, you got to. Uh, you gotta you gotta grind though and hustle so what was it like like that transition obviously going out from um uh, a place where i'm sure you know there it's competitive market space and the the yeah. digital marketing and, and ad agency for mm -hmm. automotive but at the same time like now it's hey there's no managers there's nothing like what was that like for you to just kind of grind yeah i um because I had the 11 years of corporate America as, um, you know, it's, it's kind of um, motivation or um, really kind of pushing me. When I started in real estate, I, I kind of had, I started with the discipline of a structured schedule. Um, but it didn't take long <laughs> to realize I could, you know, change, you know, the, the sides of my box and I didn't have to sit in this little box and everything and, and, and realize I could make my days and weeks and years, if you will, um, look the way I wanted them to look with enough hard work in certain places. So, um, but once I started full time in real estate, you know, I had fantastic brokers, you know, uh, you know, Nick Pinozzi and, and Ryan Kelly uh, with Remax Eclipse. Great, when I, oh yeah, um, even, you know, Levin Wood too. When, when I became full time, I told him, I said, okay, I just got laid off from my job. And um, I was like, I'm all yours. And I just, I knew I had no choice, you know, um, because the severance was gonna run out eventually. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the various things that coddled me, if you will, in corporate America. So I knew I had to figure it out. And, and it didn't really take long to figure out the first step, but you know, in real estate, the first step doesn't look like the second step and doesn't look like the third step. And you just, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And eventually, and at some point, it'll all kind of come together. Yeah, so. I, th I think like, you know, to a good point, you just named some great names in, in real estate locally here, right? Like, yes. if you, and it's just like, anything right like you were kind of who you hang out with like kind of dictates who you are right and like yes to a degree so with that being said like surrounding yourself with people who know what they're doing people who can help you take that next step people you can look to for advice people who you can brainstorm with i mean these are the things i yes. think that you know really propel you and you know i in my head i think like on my end oh you know like i do all this with my mortgages or whatever but like mm -hmm. really it's a you know it's a springboard off of everyone that i've surrounded myself with right and it's just something yeah. that you know over time i feel like you pick up pieces from people around you and, and use them and just kind of keep sharpening your uh 
sharpening your stick per se, right? So Oh, absolutely. And I and I know I'm as successful as I am today because of the people, you know, I surround I have surrounded myself with and even my broker here, Chauncey, you know, him and I as as we met over the, you know, recent year and whatnot, um, I knew he was somebody I wanted to connect with connect with as well because of the goals that I have moving forward and with growing my business here, but also um, doing real estate different, you know, a little different. It, it's, it's more than just opening the doors for a client and showing them where the living room is and the kitchen is and telling what the square footage of the house is or all of these different things. It's, you know, it's, it's creating a, a lifestyle for somebody. Um, and one of the fortunate things I've been able to provide a lot of clients over these my first years in real estate, there have been a lot of clients who have come to me that have gotten a no from other, whether it be other lenders or other real estate agents for whatever reason. And I've been able to provide them that first yes that they've ever received during that process. So in that, I real I recognize a responsibility that I have uh, within the real estate transaction. And I've been able to see that, like I said, with the people that I, uh, that I surround myself with. How different is real estate, um, the market, I should say, down in Georgia than it is in Michigan, being, you know, immersed in both at the same time? Yeah. Um, well, some of the similarities to begin with, I mean, they're, they're both hot sellers markets, you know, and, and that year over year uh, rate of increase of prices and everything, you know, they're both very similar and everything. The unique thing about Atlanta is um, there's a lot of there's a lot of businesses and companies bringing um, bringing people in from all over uh, the country. You know, I'm working with a buyer right now who moved here last summer from uh, from the Northeast uh, for for a tech, you know, and VC job. Um, you have Microsoft building, um, a, you know, another office here too, and they're doing a lot of recruiting for um, women and minority employees or whatnot. So. There's a lot of um, companies that are, whether they're existing or coming to Atlanta, they're really pulling their, um, they're really pulling a lot of people from around the country to this area. Um, whereas in Detroit, we have our big names there. And one of the things about Detroit too is, um, you know, it's, it, uh, we had a lot of people working downtown, you know, and then before the pandemic, a lot of people went to work from home. So now that downtown market, you know, is looking a little different than what it was, you know, previous years and everything. So the, the biggest differentiator, if you will, like I said, between the two markets is what's bringing the employees, which is which in turn become home buyers. Um, right. And it's great to see a lot of minorities here um, be in a position to be able to purchase a home, uh, whether it be for the first time or their second home, um, or you know, just increase that uh, percent of minorities who are homeowners. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. traditionally that's the you know segment of, of least home ownership, right? So yes. I think that the the pandemic, in ways, has you know reshaped a lot of things um culturally too where you know people can move and, and work where they want to work or you know potentially still live where they live and work in detroit quote unquote right via zoom or yes. whatever working for you know the auto industry and whatnot so 
I don't know. I, I think it's very interesting that um, this pandemic, while everyone in the back of their head thinks it's over, right? Like, I mean, I didn't really, you know, I just heard Delta variant, Delta variant, Delta variant, and was kind of in my head, like, whatever, dude, like, I got my, I got my shot, like, it is what it is, like, I can't, but I mean, I guess it's a, like, really blowing up. You know? It is. Um, well, even the CDC yesterday released new guidelines for masks, and I'm, I live only about 10 minutes from the CDC. Oh, so really? here, yeah, so, in oh, it's based in Atlanta, yeah. So we hear it here, not hear it here first, but we kind of feel it here first because it's this big building. We're like, okay, what are they doing in there? What's, what's happening? Um, and, you know, so yeah, like you said, it, it'll, it'll cause us to do real estate a little different than we probably have the first half of 2021, um, which was different than what we did at the first half of 2020, you know, and different things. So yeah i mean things will adapt right but uh um, oh yeah of course yeah it's uh it's interesting. just when you think it, it's all behind you it comes back <laughs> well and then this time in a different way i guess right so now it's yeah, like, yeah. all right now you got to get in another shot or whatever and uh mm -hmm. we shall well, see the, the scariest part is is that there's no vaccine or anything <clears throat> approved for kids yet right and this delta variant is like Killing kids, which is yeah. as a dad, it, it's it's some scary shit. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not thrilled that it's uh, it's picking up pace. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then the thing is, here in the south, when you talk about kids, they start school earlier here in the uh -huh. south. So in Michigan, you know, school doesn't start until early September generally. Uh, so we kind of had that mindset of like, okay, they'll have the summer to figure it out, but down here i mean they start school you know mid-august that in like two weeks almost so two yeah. to three weeks so you know they need to figure something out quickly yeah right in the middle of you know all this starting again and you know i'm i'm interested to see what people say you know i mean i think there's a lot of people like included like i mean granted you know it we got to, we have to, right? But like, man, I did yeah. not, like as soon as I was able to like walk into the store without a mask on, I was like, yes. Yeah. Especially when I wear glasses, man. I don't know, do you wear glasses all the time? Um, like, Yeah, no, yeah, it, it was definitely hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's tough stuff. So mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be interesting to see if people, you know, kind of abide by that, right? And say, yeah, I'll yeah. put them back on or I won't. But I mean, I guess, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's how much, uh, that's going to affect everything. Yeah, I mean, but and then also too, you know, if you're if you're honest about it, um, if we we knew what we had to do, whether we wanted to or not, and to hopefully maybe avoid something like this, and you know, and here we are. So yeah, no, <laughs> we I mean, failed. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, you know, I mean, I, will, I just yeah. wish they just, you know, because this was to me was kind of nice. And we talk about this a lot. It's like, man, I kind of liked those like two or three weeks where no one had that you had known had had COVID. You know, mm -hmm. I was afraid like all of a sudden one day I was like, boom, in the hospital, my lungs would stop working. You know what I mean? Like in a matter yeah. of days and everyone genuinely was like, you know, I'm not. I'm not going outside. I'm not doing anything like a true lockdown. If if everyone did yeah. that for three weeks, you know, two three weeks, like it would 
you know, significantly actually stop the spread of, of things. But like you said, I mean, what what we know will work and what people will actually do is, is you know, two things. Yes. Though. Sometimes we as humans are our own worst enemies. Yeah. Most yeah. times. Yeah, most times. We shall see. Most, me, most of the time, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me uh, about your shirt. Oh, rapper, athlete, entrepreneur. Yeah, I, well, it's funny because I found this, um, I got it on Amazon and, you know, I do, I, I'm a real estate agent, but I really do consider myself an entrepreneur and, you know, sometimes there's misconceptions as a tall black man that, oh, they think you're an athlete. And despite my six, two stature, I have no jumps and, um, you know, and despite how my voice sounds, you know, I can't spit any, you know, any lines or anything. So, um, but yeah, no, so I'm none of those things. I'm just an entrepreneur and I try to find opportunity um, everywhere. So, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I didn't know if those are like things you had accomplished and crossed off the list first or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, just toppled those, huh? But yeah. uh, <laughs> Those are all things I've tried and failed at, so. Yeah. <laughs> well. I could say the same thing. I, you know, I can't throw a ball. I mean, not mind you. I don't think people would look at me and think I'm either of those. But you know, <laughs> I've I've had my my days trying to rap after a few, uh, you know, gins. But that, yeah, yeah, that, that won't happen for me. What about you, Brad? Yeah, no. Brad's kind of an athlete. You're a wrestler, right? Yeah. Well, I used to be you know, 15 years ago, but I'm, yeah. I'm not so much athletic anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things. I mean, I play, I play things change a little bit over a few uh, years, but I played tennis in high school and ran track, you know, middle school and early high school too. So, but I don't like running now anymore. So no, yeah. running's tough, man. Yeah. Running yeah. sucks. Especially probably down like there walking, I dude. I, <laughs> I've, uh, yeah. Taking full advantage, I would say, of uh, being able to travel, right? And mm -hmm. I feel like this year I've been kind of all over the country. It's been a lot of fun, but man, it is yeah. hot. Now, what What's been your favorite place you've been to so far this year, or uh, I, want to go to? I would say Charleston. You know, I went to Charleston, mm. and man, that is a cool town. Great food. It was hot, but you're kind of out there, you know, right on the water. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a cool town. I don't know uh, where to next, but, you know, we'll see. It sounds like, you know, we might kind of be locked down again here soon. So <laughs> glad I did what I did. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Uh, not Charleston. I, I went to Savannah back in May, though. Yeah, pretty yeah. similar. Savannah's a cool town, too. Yeah, yeah. It was a... Uh... Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, we went to the ocean. It's either you go there or down to the panhandle of Florida and Destin, which actually where I have my family at, um, which was another reason why I moved to this area. But um, yeah, and great food and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't live there though. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of like, I wouldn't, Yeah, I couldn't live there either. It was fun, but you know, there, places are fun to visit. Have you, uh, thought about getting your license anywhere else? Um, I actually tried Florida and um, that's not easy. And I, I came, I've come to the conclusion that Florida is just not for me as far as getting my license there. So I'll just kind of connect with a couple of referral agents or something there. But yeah, yeah, it's a, we get, it's a whole different you know, ball game. For sure. I mean, it's, it's funny, you know, um, 
especially with Michigan, you know, you always got that Florida connection with the snowbirds or whatever, right? Or yeah. now a lot younger, you know, people are moving down there as well. But oh yeah, um, it's it's always interesting to kind of see like which areas in the country, and this changes all the time, right? But what are what areas mm-hmm. in the country are drawing people there, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I know like Colorado had massive amounts of growth with with building and whatnot. And you just mentioned, yeah. you know, with uh, um, Atlanta, with with all the mm-hmm. uh, you know industry going on there. So yeah, cool to see, you know, the different pockets because we always talk locally. But. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also interesting too. Like when you talk about Florida and that Michigan Florida connection, it seems like almost every about half the real estate agents that I know are either follow on social media went to Florida this winter. So I'm kind of like. You know, we're, I, it's, I'm just going to a place where there's a lot more agents from where I just came from. So, is there really going to be business for me? Like, it yeah, just, right. you know, it. Well, I guess like every if pack, you're seeing that, right? Up. It's too late. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy right now, and you know, one thing I I always love about. Uh, Atlanta, right? Like they got that giant. I mean, like it's Delta's headquarters, right? Speaking oh gosh, yeah. You so, can get to eighty percent of the U.S. in under two hours from Atlanta on a plane. So yeah, yeah it's crazy. I yes. think it's the, it's the isn't like the biggest airport in the world or something it's like the, that. Or the, the most biggest. Um, I think I think at least in the U.S. It's 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 usually yeah. one of the top five. The kind of depending on you know where you're on. Yeah. yeah, and what you're talking about as far as volume of money or so on and so forth, but. It's, I think um, it's the busiest airport. Yeah. Say, like, My favorite thing about living here now is I don't have to go through Atlanta as a layover anymore. I can just either get in or out. You know, and that yeah. was always the first. If you have to return a rental car and then get on the train and go yeah. all the way across and all that. Yeah. So, man. You're not really getting in or out of that airport easily. The traffic is crazy <laughs> in Atlanta. Oh, well, yeah. That's I'd rather have a layover than <laughs> have to drive out of that place, man. It's nuts. Yeah. So what would you say is, like, your next goal, right? Like, you moved down there. You're having some yeah. success in Georgia, right? Um, yes. And you still have your network up here and, and have a lot of good referral agents. What are you thinking is next for you? Um, you know, it, I, I was asked recently kind of where, you know, a year from now, like, you know, what would it look like and everything? And, you know, it's, it's, it's twofold. One, as far as my own personal business and brand, if you will, um, getting, you know, looking for other various opportunities, you know, like I said, it's not just about buying and selling real estate for my clients and everything, but how can I expand my own portfolio and, and kind of partner with some investors and things like that? Um, and then, you know, locally here, you know, with with my partner Chauncey and I, you know, we want to look back a year from now, July 2022, and be excited and proud of how far we've come. And it's not about, you know, hitting a specific volume goal or having a certain amount of agents, you know, recruited or, or in the, you know, in the brokerage or whatever, but it's doing real estate on our own terms the way that we want to do it and creating the conversations around us. You know, a lot of times you'll kind of walk in a room with agents or whoever, and everyone's kind of having the same conversation. But, you know, we really want to uh, let people know that we're doing things differently. And, 
and that we're proud of what we're doing, you know. Um, and then I, you know, get married at some point. You know, my fiance and we got engaged in December and uh, last December, and we were planning the wedding for a little bit, and then that got stressful. And then you know, then it was like, okay, let's just get back to enjoying being engaged, and then uh, you know, so we'll pick that back up sometime soon too. Just <laughs> yeah. go to the courthouse. I'm I'm all the, right I'm all the money and all the craziness. I'm not and quite there. I'm not quite just go there to the yet, man. <laughs> it's not worth the stress and all the money to pay for a bunch of other people to man. show up for an hour to watch you say some words. Just fucking, <laughs> just go to the courthouse and get it over with. You know that that is kind of you know on one side of the that's how I feel, but getting yeah. married, man, it's not about you anymore. You gotta make you gotta make the other no, side yeah, happy. Yeah. Right? It's about a well. It's, it's what's funny is I'm probably the one that's not ready to pull the trigger on like going to the courthouse and everything. You know, I'm the one, and you know, family too. Yeah, I have I have a very close and supportive family, and um, you know, and I respect the respect that they have for my relationship. Not to just you know on a Tuesday go to the courthouse um, and then tell everybody you know through. Uh, <laughs> FaceTime that hey we got get you know we got married or something like that, um, but you know we're we're trying to build something here you know she's a personal trainer she does things locally and virtually, so she's expanding and growing her business I'm doing mine and and other opportunities as well um, so it's it's a lot to move to a new city and then try to start and grow your business at that same time then trying to plan a wedding and yeah. all of that stuff and the Which logistics behind is, that pretty much a nightmare you know um, yeah that yes. sounds terrible what do you think each of those things individually <laughs> is a nightmare <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but uh yeah that's cool man i mean lots of stuff yeah. going on exciting time weird times right yeah. but um oh yeah a good opportunity i think to you know kind of rise to the top right i mean yes i, I yeah that's Nothing. what this last year has proven to a lot of real estate agents and people in the industry yeah but I, yeah. and I think you touch on a good point too, right? Like real estate and being involved with real estate and being surrounded by real estate isn't just meeting with buyers and sellers and selling homes yeah. or listing homes or whatever, right? It's, mm -hmm. you have a lot of opportunities, right? With partners, with people you meet, maybe with clients who say, you know what, let's, let's build a little, you know, let's start an LLC yeah. and, you know, you'll kick all your commissions in plus a little bit. They provide some money up front, whatever it is, right? And you build a portfolio yeah. of homes. And I mean, there's a, a ton of different ways to um, do real estate and be involved in real estate, whether it's commercial, residential, mm -hmm. leasing. And, you know, you're immersed in that. And I think a lot of people, yeah. for good reasons, sometimes I think people are always look for the shiny objects and they never get there, right? Yeah. But, and sometimes it's good for people <laughs> to say, you know what, man, you're really good at selling and buying homes give your money to someone to invest it for you. Right. But then yeah, there's a lot of people who I think start with that and end up being property flippers or builders or whatever it is. Right. And, um, mm -hmm. it's just, it's a continuing journey. Right. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. So it's not only really even about like building a portfolio of homes or, or investments or whatever, but think about all the different aspects that are involved in real estate, right? Like yes. you could dip, you could dabble in a staging company, right? Or a, yeah. a cleaning company for right. listings or a photography business or all these little side things that people don't think about that are very important to oh, buying and selling homes. 
uh, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunity in some of those because a lot of people like nobody wakes up and is like, I think I want to clean houses for a real estate agent that's going to list. Like nobody nobody thinks like that, right? Yeah. So, um, but if you yeah, present I mean, someone who and what's cool is too, you can really change a lot of people's lives. Right? Yeah. You might find yeah, you someone can. who's, you know, cleaning offices or something like that, and you could say, hey. You know, I got a gig for you. We could partner up, and mm -hmm. you could do all this for me, right? And or for yourself per se, and, and start your own business. Yeah. Maybe hire people under beneath you, right? Which, you know, oh, it's cool. Sure. It's cool to build a company and and help people out. And you know, we get to see it every day. And in our business, when you know, we take someone who might have been on a path that wasn't bad, or or maybe it was bad, and hopefully, right, with the tools that we try to provide help them build something yeah. for themselves, you know, like, and yeah. I think you hear this all the time. If someone leaves us, it's the best thing ever because, you know, they, they did it on their own. Right. And they built their own business, which, you know, in yeah. the back of it, that is true. Right. But I want to build a place where people don't want to leave. Right. Where yeah. it's kind of like we take all the BS off your place, go out there and do what you want to do. Right. Get it. Get mm -hmm. after it. Cause as you know, probably, you know, there's a lot of BS in this business too. Lots of, Oh, there is. Yes. And, and the thing about being in real estate, whether it be mortgages or an, as an agent or whatnot, there is a, there's times when we're super busy, whether it be times of day or times of seasons or whatnot, but there's a lot of free time that we have and a lot of, and I won't even necessarily just say free time, but flexible time, you know? Um, so because of that, you know, it's allowed me to take advantage of, of other opportunities, whether they're in real estate specific or things that are not real estate you know, yeah. specific and that either have a low overhead or something. Yeah. Even if that opportunity is to work on yourself, <laughs> right? Like yes. this morning I did stuff around the house cause I had a clear schedule, you know, mm -hmm. and it was like, nice. It makes me feel fulfilled. Like I did something today already versus sitting at a computer, you know, spinning your mouse around, looking at stupid shit on Google because <laughs> you're punching yeah. the clock and you have nothing to do. And I mean, nothing against, corporate America, but there's a lot of inefficiencies and wasted time that man, a waste of time. I remember sitting there yeah. and, you know, uh, not, I mean, listen, this, this man built an amazing company, Matt Ishbia, right? With United Wholesale Mortgage. But like, sometimes I just make my calls and have nothing to do, you know, and I could call, but I'm almost like the, the person where you're <laughs> sitting down at a, a restaurant yeah. and it's like, no, dude, I don't want any more fucking coffee. Like I've had enough coffee. You don't need to come and ask me if I need coffee anymore. And especially when they just spill it into your pre-mixed cup of coffee. Like, well, it topped you off. Yeah. Well, now I got it. Now can you have more cream and sugar? Like it's a nightmare, <laughs> right? So for me, like sitting there you, looking. That feels triggered. But I've also been on the other side where I've had, you know, when I worked at a restaurant and I remember I was a bus boy and they're like, go ask if they need coffee. I just asked if they need coffee. They don't need fucking coffee. They just had enough coffee to be good, and it's like 8 p.m. They're good. And yeah. same thing, like, when I'm sitting there in front of a sales force, and it's like, well, did you make the calls? I'm like, yeah, I called them twice a day. I'm like, I'm not yeah. calling that person again. So you're sitting there, and, and there's all these – it's like, man, I could be at home, you know, doing something I need to do. And that's what I think I love about this business, you know, or working for yourself is – you can make a schedule that works. I can yeah. choose on a Saturday to, okay, 
hit pause on the movie or whatever it is I'm watching, sit down, write a pre-approval, talk to a client, do what it is, and then go right back to it. And there's no mm -hmm. wasted time. There's no inefficiency. And yeah, you know, I, as long as you as a, you know, uh, entrepreneur, individual, whatever is business owner, make sure you yes. take the time to get things that need to be done and you have your hours or schedule, whatever it is that's prospecting, right. Or your method, yes. mm -hmm. who's stopping you. Right. And who's telling you to, cause I remember when I was at UWM sitting there after I called through my sales force, Matt came up to me and I was on ADP twirling around clock out. And he was like, what are you doing, dude? I'm like, uh, and I felt like such an idiot, but the reality is now, you know, I've, I don't got anything to do, man. I should have left an hour ago. I'm just sitting here, you know, wasting yeah. your guys time, wasting the, whatever energy it is to run this computer, you know, I'll be back tomorrow and be able to do more stuff. But, you know, I think that's what corporate America, and it's hard, it's hard to manage that yeah. many people and, and be mm -hmm. able to trust them to be, um, constructive all the time. But I think that's part of what's kind of cool with this pandemic with people being able to work at home. For example, my buddies at GM, it's like, Hey man, this project needs to be done by this date. Get it done. Right. Yeah. Not sit in the office and eat Cheetos and fuck around all day. Yeah. Cause you, you got nothing else to do. Right. I mean, that's just part exactly. of like, what, what's happened. And hopefully, yeah. you know, that, I think that will allow, <laughs> you know, employers to pay people more money. Yeah. You know, when and I think also at the end of the day, whether you're a corporate America or entrepreneur or work for yourself or whatnot, it's important that whatever you are doing, it's fulfilling you. You feel fulfilled. Um, and I think that's one of the things I'm very fortunate about, uh, no matter how much money I make in any given time or whatnot. But I'm at a point in my life where everything I'm doing, uh, I'm choosing and it's fulfilling me, you know, whether I, as a real estate agent in Michigan and, and in Georgia, you know, I'm a part of these, uh, the association, um, the Atlanta Association of Realtors here, um, and I'm on the diversity and inclusion committee there, or, you know, with them. And so being able to have those conversations and that's fulfilling, whether I'm serving at my church, whether I'm volunteering or whatever in the, in the, the relationships that I have, at the end of the day, what I consider success is at the end of the day, um, am I satisfied with what I did? Some days I'm not, but most of the time I am because I was able to choose what I wanted to do and for the most part, how I did it. Um, and, yeah. and I had that even in corporate America too. I was, you know, like I said, when I was at Auto Week magazine, I had moved back from LA and then a few months later, you know, I was working remote from L with my job in LA in Detroit, but I wanted to work for auto week. And I said, this will bring my automotive career full circle. Cause I read the magazine when I was growing up, my dad subscribed to it and Dutch Mando who was the publisher at the time. I'm like, I, I would watch videos that he did. I like, you know, to be in the room with an icon and somebody that I respected so much, um, if I have this opportunity, I have to take it. And in the two years or so that I was there, you know, it was, it was fulfilling and it was, it was a, a job that I enjoyed. But even though I enjoyed that, I also wanted something else and something different. And, and that's what I also, like I said, these last four or five years, uh, try to, you know, continue to be able to do making sure I'm fulfilled in whatever I'm doing. Yeah. I think a lot of people miss on that, right? 
Um, oh gosh, yes. Like, you know, if, if you can go and to your point earlier, you know, when we were talking about your goals, right? It's not like, yeah, you know, we want this many agents and closing this much and making this much money. It's you want to look back and feel like we did good. You know, like I don't yeah. think about the numbers at all any day. And it's funny once, yeah. what's actually great, like, you know, given that we're, uh, the owners or whatever of Omega Lending, right? Like I don't, I don't get paid a commission. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I don't make any more money than any more of my partners. And yeah. I'm, but we're all in it together, building something that's really cool every day, right? And whether mm -hmm. you know I do more business or someone else does more business or whatever it is, right? Like we all just yeah. kind of rely on each other for the other things that you know comes with with making this business. So I don't look and say, yeah, next year we want to do two hundred million. Right. It's just, yeah. do we feel good about where we're going? Do we feel Absolutely. like we're on the right path? Do we feel like there's a future? Because if you can believe in a future and what you're doing, that will continue yes. to make you want to do it. If, if you know your dead end, your job is dead end, but you're making <clears throat> money. I mean, how sustainable yeah. is that? Right. Like I got, how depressing is that? Like, I mean, oh, I've got God, people <laughs> who are calling me and they're like, you're making way too little money. You should come work for us. And I'm like, man, yeah. I could, but then I got to mm -hmm. work for your boss and he's a prick. Absolutely. So yeah. now <laughs> you know, he's a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know? Yeah. I had a conversation with somebody last week um, and I specifically asked him, I said, do you believe in what they're doing? You know, um, and, right. and, and yeah, and I asked him, I said, whether you are, whether you're partnering with somebody or whatnot, do you believe in the goals that they have or what they're trying to achieve? And if you don't, then it's not going to work. You can try to talk yourself into maybe trying to pretend that you believe in it, but you won't be fulfilled or anything like that. Um, in my career in real estate, um, maybe with the exception of the first year, because like I needed money, but like you said, I never really looked at, oh, I need to, you know, I want to make, you know, this amount of million per year and this and that and, and flaunt it and say, oh, I sold this many million through the first half or of last year, whether you sold 10, 20 million or 1 million, that doesn't resonate with a buyer. Like they, they don't know what that means. It's no. how are you making them feel? And those, those years that I was really in tune with my business and, um, and with my referral clients that came to me and, and the friends that I work with and the family members and all those people that got no's before they got to me to get a yes, um, those were the years that I felt most successful and most fulfilled in my business. And because of that, that's when I started to win, you know, 100% with, you know, Remax Southeast Michigan. That's when I became a real producer's best in class. That's when I was able to be in Oakland Press and Macomb Daily and talk to people. And I have a responsibility to pass some value on to somebody. Um, because one, if you're my client, that's my fiduciary duty, but uh, there are so many other people who are not at a point yet to be able to get to me or work with me. So let me pass a little information to you to hopefully get you in a better position so that we can talk and we can work together. And, and that's all, that's been successful to me. And I've done some of those things in the years that I've made the least amount in real estate. You know, it's just, you know, yeah. it's I mean, what is that value that I'm adding to people? Right? Yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, it, it's funny, right? Like if you were to go to, 
Mount Everest and someone teleported you to the top, I mean, mm -hmm. that'd be sweet, right? You'd be up there, you'd probably instantly die. But like, <laughs> yeah. you'd be looking out and be like, wow, what a view, man. You know, that's <laughs> cool. Like, all right, let's bounce, right? But like, it's the climb up there, right? It's the experience. It's yes. everything that you learn along the way, like, that really makes you feel like, man, I earned this. If I got yes. teleported to the top of Mount Everest right now and took all these pictures, like, hey, I'm going to disrespect that be to the people who, you know, died climbing up it. You know what yes. I mean? It's like, it's, and it sounds so cliche, but it's, it's the climb, right? That, that really is, yeah. is the journey that, that business I think is all about. That's why, you know, people get, go nuts and, you know, die when they win the lottery. Like yeah. they don't, they don't know what it's like to, yeah. to starve. Well, maybe they do. Right. But they don't know what yeah. it's like to, to grind like that. So I think it's, uh, it's good, man. And you have good uh, intentions as a human and those rub off in your business, right? Or potentially are yeah. the foundation of your business, right? So all of Absolutely. that is, you know, um, people see that when they talk to you, right? People know when they talk to you, whether they're like a number or a person. And I think yes. like at the end of the day, as long as you like, I don't know, for me all the time, like when I talk to someone, it's like, dude, you know, you can work with whoever you want, right? I'm gonna help yeah. you and teach you if you wanna learn. If all you care about is the numbers, like I'm not your dude. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and at the end of the day, like, you know, I built a nice network for myself by helping people and explaining them how a mortgage works. And, you know, like you said, there's a lot of people who can't, you can't even help right now, right? But you're going to put them in yeah. a position to get to you at some point. So I think having those, those pieces are vital to, to building a network where people are going to say, yeah, you know what, this guy helped me out. So instead of going with this realtor or whatever, who's going to cut me a deal or my aunt or whatever, I'm going to call we'll, call with back. Yeah. Right? So exactly. It, it's good stuff. We're um, being played off. Natalia, Natalia, our producer in the background is dealing with us to wrap up. It's so, oh, it's, I didn't uh, see that, man. I'm on full it's, screen, uh, but, um, all three, right. Right for three questions. We do it. We do it uh, with, uh, on every show with every guest. Uh, we make them up at the top of our head. Uh, the first one we generally try to ask everyone, uh, that yeah. comes on for the first time. So what scares Willie J Davis? Oh gosh, what scares me? Um, gosh, uh, it's something that's not business-wise, heights. Heights, scared of heights. Yes, yes. I love, I, I fly a lot, but I hate heights, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I get a little, you know, weak need when I'm like, in even in like a, a stadium, I get like vertigo when I look up. It's like weird, you know? Yeah. It, but. Anyways, um, if you could go back to any moment in time and be a fly on the wall, like any specific moment in time, right? Uh, yes. For a moment yeah. in history, what would you go to? It could be, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Gosh. Um, whew, goodness, that's a, to be a fly on the wall. Um, any, anywhere at any moment in time. Um, it would be like watching the dinosaurs die, or yeah. you know, yeah, I know, well, yeah, I'll watch that, whatever you want to do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, probably it's it's funny because I keep going back to like the Declaration There's of no Independence, wrong even yeah. though. And you know, even though you know, black people weren't independent at the time, but you know, let's let's hear that conversation. 
Yeah, it would be interesting, right? Like, I mean, yeah. right? like that's yeah. Let's hear that conversation. No, but they're like murals everywhere and on every coin. Um, oh, all right, um, you got a third one for him. Um, if you could be any animal in the animal kingdom, what mm. would you be? Or insect, I guess. Yeah, any animal. I don't know who'd want to be an insect, but. Probably a giraffe. I love giraffe. I'm already tall. Um, and everybody likes giraffes. Everybody right? likes a giraffe. They do. They do. And everyone likes me, um, even if they don't think they do. They do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't really hate a giraffe, you know? No, you can't. You can't. Nobody can it's actually it. my favorite at the zoo, too. So, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're crazy. They're like, you know, modern dinosaurs. Well, um, well, that was cool, man. It was good. Uh, you know, I, I know we've talked before and, and whatnot just at events, yeah. but, you know, it's cool really getting to know you and, and more about what you do. So we definitely appreciate yeah, fun. having you on the show. What's uh, what's the best way someone can get a hold of you? Um, you can get a hold of me on Instagram or Facebook at Willie Davis Realtor. Um, or my email is wdavis at williejproperties.com. All right. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm all over. Uh, my phone number is 586-899-7644. Love it, man. Well, yes. um, we definitely appreciate you uh, coming on the show, you know, chatting with us. Uh, we wish uh, Paul was here. You know, he always makes it a little more interesting, but uh, <laughs> good conversation. I'll just, I'll just have to do it again. I'll be in Michigan yeah. in a couple of weeks, so who knows? There you go. <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on. So um, appreciate it. Um, Thanks, everyone, for watching the show, and uh, we will see you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. See you guys. Bye. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate, the nation's top real estate podcast. Don't forget to follow us at irepodcast.com and everywhere where podcasts are available.